0: Ladies and gentlemen, goobers and ghouls, dear listeners, welcome back to Fear Boners. Fear Boners is presented by the Down in Front podcast, and I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome back, dear listeners, as I am finally, finally, finally feeling better, doing great. I was out of commission this last week with a pretty gnarly summer cold. You know, those are the worst. Who gets a cold in the summer? This guy, apparently. Um, But this is my third, second or third attempt trying to record this episode as I could barely speak previously, and I kept hacking up nasty, nasty grossness as I tried to chug my way through this episode. This particular episode, we're going to keep short and sweet as the last few episodes have run a bit long, but I just recently saw a movie that I wanted to talk to you guys about. But before we get into all the nitty gritty blood and guts, bone and sinew of this episode, I'm going to take a step back and go over what I'm drinking and what I'm watching. I'm still down in a little bit of that NyQuil this evening, as you can sort of hear by the grumble in my voice, I've got a little bit of it stuck to the back of my throat, still this this stubborn-ass cold, so I'm still trying to knock that out, so chugging a bit of NyQuil while I record this episode, as well as a bit of water, because, you know, your man's gotta hydrate, and I'm, I'm trying here. And as for what I've been watching, being out of commission for the last week, I've had a lot of time to actually explore the Shutter app, which I had mentioned before. I got a free trial at San Diego Comic-Con, so I've been chugging through that app, finding lots of cool shit to watch. Definitely been catching up on the Joe Bob Briggs Last Drive-In Marathon. The app alone is worth it just for that marathon. It's about 12 or so hours. And if you remember Joe Bob Briggs, he had a show, several shows actually. Um, Back in the day, he did Monster Vision. He was a horror host for several years. He was very knowledgeable, always had some great, fun commentary in between clips of the show, in between commercials, cuts in the movie, etc. This brings that all back. He's still in his trailer, he's still got his lizard, and he's still got his opinions. It's a great, fun watch, especially if you have 12 hours on hand. If you get one of these stubborn summer colds, check out Shudder and check out Joe Bob Briggs' Last Drive-In Marathon. They definitely do some ooky, spooky movies that you may or may not have seen. I definitely enjoyed his interview with the girl from Sleepaway Camp and actually having now seen Sleepaway Camp in its entirety I have a much bigger appreciation for that movie um, and they definitely play a few schlocky campy movies that I've heard of but never seen before but it's so much better accompanied by Joe Bob's commentary and some of the things that they, they do during the movie itself which is really great and additionally, I just actually got finished watching the 45-minute playthrough demo of Cyberpunk 2077, which is a game I'm actually super excited for. If you are a fan of Witcher 3, uh, that came out the last few years, it's a big, massive RPG. This is basically that, but set in a futuristic, cyberpunk, crazy RPG world, and it looks incredible. It looks like it's going to just suck the life out of me. I might have to quit my job for this one, guys. But maybe, maybe just maybe, that one might find its way over on the cast in the near future, whenever that game decides to come out. But yeah, so that's what I've been up to. That's what I've been drinking, and that's what I've been watching. And so, to get into it, dear listeners, what we're here to discuss today is a little movie that I found on Amazon Prime streaming called Head. And this one I decided to go with because of the recently released Happy Time Murders that I believe we're going to have a review of coming out soon, if not the same week that we drop this episode. I have not seen that one yet, but I am looking forward to hopefully seeing it in the next couple of days. I'm super pumped. It looks hilarious. And the reason I decided to review this movie is because it is also a movie that is 100% entirely comprised of puppet actors. Crazy, right? It just came out as well. So it's a recent release. It is a production by the Elmwood... Production Studios. Uh, I guess they are a puppetry and production company out of Connecticut, and they just released this on Amazon and other video on demand services. And it is a horror movie, which I thought was interesting, as uh, the Happy Time Murders is sort of like a gritty buddy cop comedy drama, what have you. This is a cut and paste horror movie. It's really got a great setup. Basically, you're brought into the movie as if you are watching like a local access. Horror hosting show, so something similar to Joe Bob Briggs, but it's sort of done up to the nines. In that the guy, the the little puppet who's hosting the show himself, is done up like some sort of creepy ghouly guy, and he's got bats flying in the background, and it's in black and white, and it's kind of creepy. And there's like I think there's a casket he's leaning on or something, and he introduces you to the show mascot, which is like some sort of dead roadkill rodent animal, and he he talks about how there was a contest to name the rodent, and it's all. It's pretty fun, and then he sort of introduces a short film because the guy who's supposed to be helping him, his cousin or something, is late, and so he introduces us to this cool little um, short that's like a little puppet zombie short. And of course, there is two guys watching uh, *Night of the Living Dead*, and then they run into zombies, and it's all puppets, so it's kind of funny. And all the blood and guts in that in particular scene is all looks like it's strawberry or grape jam, so it's all like chunky and gross and kind of funny. But then once we get back from. That short film, uh, which I can't remember the name of, but I think it was just Puppet Zombies or something, the main feature itself, which is called Head, I believe, because that's the name of the whole movie, it's a great formulaic slasher movie, and basically you're introduced to a group of teenagers who are going on a camping trip, there's about four of them, Two girls and two guys, and they're going on this camping trip, and they're all talking about, like, the drinks they're gonna have, and the drugs they're gonna do, and the sex they're gonna have, and this and that, and they get to the campsite, and they set up their tents, and then, as soon as the puppets start having sex, yes, there's puppet sex in this movie, there's a fair amount of it, there's bear puppet breasts, there's puppets drinking beer and alcohol, there's puppets smoking weed, there's puppets doing all kinds of ungodly things in this movie, especially towards the end of the movie, won't get into too many spoilers, because it's a fun little watch, but... Once these kids start getting down and dirty, that's when the mysterious slasher foe comes in and basically chops off all their heads. From there, we are fast-forwarded to what I'm guessing is present puppet day, and it is now lore of the area where everyone tells the story of the kids who were slaughtered up on the mountain, and nobody should go there, and... Then we're slowly introduced to another group of kids who are going camping in the same area years later and know nothing. They're blissfully ignorant of the lore and the legend of the four kids that were slaughtered up there and had their heads chopped off. But slowly throughout the progression of the movie, we're introduced to these kids, and they're all sort of dumb, and they're all just there to drink and smoke and have sex and whatever, and basically it's revealed to them that there is this legend of the beheaded children, and... As the story goes, the kids were killed, but the heads were never found. And the best part of the movie, in my opinion, because, you know, it's not not a huge production. It's really well done for a puppet production, but it's not, like, crazy produced. It's not, like, really Hollywood level. Like, it's probably not what I'm going to see when I go see the Happy Time murders. But there's a part in the movie where we do see a tree that is just burdened with decapitated puppet children's heads and it's just gory and Creepy and wonderful because towards the end of this movie, it's very backloaded. This movie because you know you get to a part in the movie where you're like, well, shit, are they gonna? They were they were really fast to kill all those kids in the front half of the movie or in the the little the preface of the movie where the legend is built, and then you get to a certain part and you're like, nobody's been killed yet. Like maybe all these people are maybe they're not gonna kill all these kids or maybe the slasher's not gonna show up or maybe it's gonna be one of those fake outs. And then they start building kind of this little intricate story where. There's a a reporter who's up there who knows the story and who's familiar with the area and he's trying to expose what it is because he thinks there's a conspiracy related to it. He doesn't think it's just random murders, but the townspeople keep denying that anything ever happened and they're saying it's all fake. And there's also, there's this great part where there's like a creepy camp ranger that you can't quite tell if he's a, if he's a camp ranger or if he's the, the slasher or like what's going on there and that's kind of cool but the the dynamics between the different puppet characters is really good too because at first it comes off as kind of hokey and like they're just trying to go for like a slasher vibe but then you really kind of go into it because it, it almost feels like the the voice actors themselves sort of developed characters as it went along so it's more believable and more more well accomplished comes across better by the end of the movie. But yeah, man, the end of that movie, it's one of those movies that you don't have to pay full attention to. But then if you don't, by the end of the movie, you might look up and see something and be like, oh shit, like, what did I miss? What? How did we get here? And then suddenly everybody's head's off, or there's just blood everywhere, or there's eyeballs getting ripped out, or there's, like, tongues getting ripped out, or there's... Because the end of the movie, pretty much all bets are off. These puppets get torn apart. But there are, there are survivors, so it's not a total... Loss Potentially, I don't know if it would have potential to be set up for a sequel, but as something going into it, it did seem like a little hokey, and it didn't seem like I was going to be able to sit through the whole thing. I would say, if you do go out of your way to find this movie, if you see Happy Time Murders, and you're on a real puppet kick, check out this movie, give it a chance, don't shut it off in the first, like, 20 minutes, uh, like I almost did, it gets better, the end is pretty amazing. It's a fun little watch, especially if you're gearing up for October and Halloween and spooky movies. It might be something to, to keep on the back burner for a while. It's not super scary, but it's it's pretty gory for a puppet movie, and it's pretty fun. Like I said, there's puppets doing it. There's puppet boobies. There's, there's puppet pot. There's, there's puppets getting drunk. It's an incredible production. It's pretty weird. The puppets are fun. The characterizations are really fun. If you have Amazon Prime streaming service look for Head. It's a free streaming option. Fun little puppet massacre movie. Um, And yeah, so check that out and we will uh, look out for any other puppet movies coming forward. Who knows, maybe this is a new trend in uh, the, the film scene, bringing back... The Muppets in a uh, more mature way in these kind of weird movies. I mean, The Happy Time Murders is a Brian Henson production. This is definitely not a Henson production, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely got its influence and its roots there. And yeah, that's, like I said, short but sweet. If you have Amazon Prime, check it out. If you're terrified of puppets, check it out. I know some people who can't stand looking at puppets, have nightmares with puppets in them, have phobias of puppets. I would dare them to watch this movie. It might actually be a little cathartic for them, considering the fact that a lot of these puppets just get horrifically murdered. I mean, there's also, like, puppet suicide in the movie. There's so much stuff in this movie, and I keep bouncing back to it, and I keep remembering. I just watched it yesterday, but it's so weird. Definitely check it out. But this goes without saying, though I feel like if I don't say this, I'm probably going to get bitten in the ass later on. This definitely isn't a movie for children. Don't put this on thinking, oh, it's a fun, you know, Halloween movie for my children. No, it's definitely not a movie for kids. I mean, I'm not judging your parental skills, but if you want to sit your kids down in front of this movie, you might have a little bit more work on your hands after the fact explaining why the puppets were full of spaghetti sauce or why the puppet wound up with no skin on and things like that to your kids who might grow up to be psycho serial killers after watching this movie too young because you know what I watched a few movies when I was far too young to see them and now here I am in front of you explaining this movie about puppets murdering each other and I'm telling you it's a great movie so you know that's not saying anything about my parents my parents are great but I'm telling you right now You should watch this movie. Don't let your kids watch this movie until, you know, maybe they're a little bit older and can not get so warped by seeing puppets explode and puppets shooting each other and puppets axing each other and puppets having sex and, again, bare puppet breasts. I feel like I don't think I would want to be... I feel like the situation of having to explain this movie to a child who accidentally watched it would be more terrifying than the actual movie itself. Again, the movie itself isn't that scary, but... If I accidentally sat down to watch this thinking it was a kid's movie, and then for some reason decided to leave it on for its whole almost hour and a half length, and then tried to explain that to a child afterward, that concept terrifies me. That would be a good movie to make, trying to explain a horror movie, a really brutal horror movie, to a child in a way that isn't compromising. But if you really want to get a feel for that, if you've ever gone on IMDBA and checked out the parental review, I think is what they call it, you can see sort of a rating of the movie. It's a description of the movie by people who are concerned of people seeing the movie who are not old enough to see the movie, so they give you like a verbal description of all the things that occur throughout the movie. So it'll be like at 13 minutes and 52 seconds a bare breast is seen, or or at, they always give timestamps, which is really funny, but then they describe things in the most basic layman's terms way so that anybody going into it will just be like, oh, okay, well, here's that part with the bare breast, or here's that part with the full decapitation while naked. And it's <laughs> not that any of that occurs in this movie, or does it? But if you want a good laugh, check out this movie. If you want an even better laugh, Check out any of the parental review sections on IMDb for any of your favorite most gory horror movies, and it's pretty hilarious how some of these scenes are described by some of these people who are concerned with the ratings of these films. But with that, like I said, keeping it short and sweet, this has been Fear Boners presented by the Down and Front Podcast. Today we spoke about Head, available on Amazon Prime streaming service. A puppet casted horror slasher epic that I highly recommend. It's a fun watch um, and yes, as always, thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate you taking your time out to listen to us blather on about these movies and you know what we do it for you guys because we love having this conversation and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, always feel free to reach out. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. We're everywhere you want us to be, and a lot of places you probably don't want us to be. So reach out, let us know what you think, even if you think we stink. We love to hear that. Anyway, you can find more from us at downinfrontpodcast.com, where we post our most recent episodes, and you can find an archive of our past episodes. You can also find our episodes posted to YouTube, as well as some of our video teasers up there on YouTube. We also have a couple of Twitters out there. We have underscore DIFP for the main Down in Front Podcast Twitter. And then you can also find me over on the FearBoners Twitter at FearBoners DIFP. We also have a couple of emails where you can contact us directly. The Down in Front guys you can contact over at the crew at down com, or you can email me directly at fearboners difp at gmail.com as i said previously we also have a facebook you can find us over on facebook.com backslash down in front podcast where we post again links to our most recent episode as well as previous episodes and you can feel free to reach out to us or comment on anything there and also if you're into video games we have the triumphant return of the down in front games cast over on twitch you can find that at twitch.tv backslash down in front podcast and lastly as always if you enjoy what you've heard if you look forward to these episodes we do them for absolutely free again because we love you we love movies and we love having this ongoing conversation with our listeners and If you want to learn more about how you can help us get these episodes out, produced, and on time, then you can pop over to patreon.com backslash down in front podcast where you can look into potentially sponsoring us. Even a dollar a month helps. We appreciate it and it means the world to us even if you go over and take a look at our Patreon page because you can find out more information about what patrons get for donating to our podcast as there are benefits for folks who pitch in a little bit here and there and as always thank you so much for tuning in to fear boners and we will be back sooner rather than later but in the meantime keep it creepy and stay spooky dear listeners